Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast. Today we're going to talk about breaking the habit of fast food. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, Perry Tinsley here, creator of the Power Blast podcast. I'm a health and fitness coach and I'm always trying to help people find their healthy formula. And a lot of times we, we, we struggle, we're, we're in the middle of the middle of summer here. And we've got barbecues and parties and, and festivals and events. And a lot of times people say, you know, summer, it's my time to get back on track. And a lot of times we get really sidetracked. And it got me thinking about fast food and what it, it took me a while to, to break away from that myself and how, how fast food is just so addictive. I don't, I don't know if this resonates with you or not. Maybe, maybe you were never into fast food. Maybe it totally grosses you out. Uh, other people just find that uh, fast food is just hard to break away from. My, my friend Tammy, who I've been coaching for years, um, she said she was just addicted to the clown. And that, that would be, uh, you know, the, the, the one with the golden arches. And she said it, she, she would tell herself to, to just not go buy, you know, go and buy any fast food from there. And then she found her car literally like a magnet being drawn into the drive-through. And so uh, just know that you know a lot of research has been done with a lot of these companies you know fast food it's it's tasty by design they they work hard at uh helping us uh enhance our cravings for sugary salty fatty foods and you know there's a lot of scientists out there working on those projects and and a lot of times the perception i think uh fast food is is cheap um and ready to eat you know i, I you probably could make the argument very easily. It's cheaper to make your food at home um, and healthier or could be healthier. But, um, you know, for, for many people, it's just like, man, it just takes the pressure off of having to make food. And you know what? Let's go and grab something cheap. And, and it, you know, you get rewarded by getting a little bit extra serving size or supersize it, right? Um, and... You know, fast food, it, it has clever marketing around it. Um, you know, there's a lot of clever marketing out there for a lot of things. But um, I think a big bulk of it, at least the marketing, is, is really targeting kids. So they're going to nag their parents to, to uh, get the latest, uh, the latest meal or the latest toy or I can even think of, of cereals when, when I was a kid, you know, that the thing that attracted you most was that little gadget or gizmo that you were going to get with that cereal and you had to have that one. Right. Um, so, uh, th there's a lot of, a lot of research and a lot of marketing goes around this stuff and it's designed that way. And they're, they trigger you know, things within us to, to, to crave that stuff. So, um, here's some signs I was reading, uh, did a little bit of research on this and was, was reading uh, a couple blog posts about fast food. And, you know, th there are different signs that maybe fast food might be, uh, you know, that your love for it is just super unhealthy. Uh, one, maybe, uh, you just find your, that you're craving fast foods often like my friend Tammy and or you'll go out of your way to buy fast food what is that you I mean for me sometimes it'd be like I've got to have that certain burger or I've got to have those certain fries 
And even though you're not around near that place, you will go out of your way. You know, maybe rationalize that you got to do some shopping on that side of town or something. But you'll go out of your way to get the fast food. Uh, Or maybe you found this. I, I often find it myself is once you've had a bite of that fast food or just a little taster, you find yourself going on a full-out binge. Uh, that happens to me with a lot of foods. And over the years, uh, even even deemed healthy foods, I find that I can't even keep in my house because one taste, the entire bag or the entire box is gone. So um, the other thing is you, you, you think that you're being, you know, the idea that you keep eating and you're supposed to be full, but you just keep eating and keep eating and, and can't wait till that next bite. And then, and then there's this, this, I don't know what, what ends up happening is after you, after you eat, then there's this guilt that sets in or, or depression or anxiety or, uh, just, you kind of beat yourself up. And, you know, I think that happens for a lot of people. I know it does me, you know, I'll be like, Oh, I am so getting this is going to be so worth it. And then it's not worth it. And I feel really bad about it. Um, but, and maybe, maybe you've had this goal of wanting to eat, you know, less fast food and you've just been unsuccessful. So here's a few strategies that may, may help, uh, may help you out. I know for me, it, it was, uh, I had to kind of just make that figure out the boundaries, um, figure out the triggers, figure out the things that, um, I could put in place when those things happen. Now I, I know, know trying to figure out what ends up happening when you tend to overeat or tend to binge eat. Um, I know for me, it's like, gosh, if I have a bite of that, I know it's going to snowball. And if you can recognize that and actually catch it, don't even have the taste or don't even do that because you're setting yourself up to fail in that in that case, um, unless you're giving yourself permission to, you know, have a binge. Um, but, uh, just, I, I I say just avoid it, just discontinue it. And I know that there's those cravings and it's going to take time, but if this seriously is something that you're wanting to give up, um, you've got to set those boundaries for yourself. Uh, find non non food ways to deal with your emotions. I know a lot of times, you know, people will, you know, you'll crave that pizza or you crave the fries or you crave the, the burger or whatever it is. Um, and it's just a lot of times it's stress eating or it's depression or anxiety. And if you can find something else to do, I know for me, I know this sounds weird, but I will go and I'll chug like my, my commitment is if I'm having that food binge craving, whatever it is, I've got to go chug two glasses of water. And then I'm going to see if I still have that. A lot of times that will be enough of a way to break that pattern. Uh, Other times it will be, well, a great way to get hydration in my body. Um, But sometimes it'll be like, oh, I'm not really hungry. Um, I was just thirsty, but it kind of disguised itself that way. So that that would be another one. But I know some people have done meditation. Some people do exercise. Some people do, uh, you know, just journaling um, as, as another way, those things you're going to have to practice and, and, and me just saying it and you being going, Oh yeah, that's a great idea until you practice it. A lot of times when you hit that stressful moment, um, uh, it's, it's very easy to cave in. So, uh, I encourage you to do that. 
be prepared for late night cravings. Late night cravings, I think, happen to a lot of us, especially when we chill out and all of a sudden it's that time in the evening we've been watching whatever on TV, etc., movies, and then you get that little munchy attack. You're not really hungry, but you got to have something. So find, find, figure out some easy swaps, some easy things that you can do to maybe satisfy that little sweet tooth in the evening or that, that just craving for the, the salty stuff. Uh, the chips or whatever, and just, and just find find that. If you if you want, you can message me. I've got a great list of over fifty late night healthy snacks that you can do uh, and implement that probably will you know take take the pressure off. But even if you're doing something like let's say uh, non fat or low fat Greek yogurt, and just sprinkling in a little bit of um, uh, unsweetened cocoa powder or, powder or something like that. Uh, and maybe a little bit of stevia in there, stirring that up, then sometimes that's kind of like a little bit of a, you know, and you could even freeze it a little bit, a little bit of an ice cream, a little bit of a uh, pudding, or a little bit of a satisfying chocolate sweet tooth craving stuff that uh, might be something that you can do. Uh, Alana Mulstein from the 2B Mindset. I've been loving 2B Mindset. Oh, my gosh, it's been doing wonders for me and my mindset and my relationship with food and so many of my friends as well. Um, She's got, I think it's called, she calls them Wonder Whips. You might want to Google that one. or I'll even post post it in the show notes. Um, Some Wonder Whips of how she uses that little combination that really helps a lot of people with their sweet tooth. But even hot air popcorn, I know it's not like the regular stuff, but that can... You know, spray a little bit of light uh, coconut oil, a little coconut oil spray on it, not not the heavy stuff, and then maybe a light um, Himalayan sea salt. That can make a big difference in, in that. Um, but I've got a whole list of other things that you can do. And so that may, may, may be it. And the other thing is you might want to just consider making a list of what are the things. This is what I did. Uh, what things am I, do I absolutely love? I love pizza night. I love fries. Um, I love burgers. Figuring out healthier ways to make those. So you're not out having, uh, yeah, you do have to make them at home, but you're not out trying to um, you know, buy them impulsively uh, and buy the unhealthy version, but you're, you're still satisfying. For instance, French fries. We got a hair hot. We got a hot air fryer. I think it was a T-file. Uh, I forget the name of it. Called what? What the gadget is officially called? But it's a hot air fryer, and we will dice up either sweet potato or regular potato or even turnips. Yes, turnips and or or Brussels sprouts, and we will put those in a hot air fryer, and that as far as the fries go, that is a great way. It takes just a very little bit of oil. And so you're not getting the deep fried, greasy, intense calorie one, and you're still getting fries. Uh, pizzas. We figured out how to do some cauliflower pizza crusts and or even gluten-free pizza crusts and had get pizza night, you know, but the calories aren't there and we're getting our veggies. So it's really, really cool. So just think about some alternative ways that you can do that. Even burgers, you know, you can make turkey burgers or you can make uh, bison burgers or even to get yourself veggie burgers. I've made even like burgers out of portobello mushrooms and they're fantastic. A great little um, uh, way to not saute them, uh, marinate them and boom, 
you put them on the grill and you've got yourself a great burger. Anyway, figuring out what that is. And if you, I, I guarantee if you go over to Google with, with your list and say healthy version of hamburger or healthy way to make a pizza or healthy way to make fries, you will get a boatload of ideas out there that then you can, you know, bookmark, print out keep whatever it is and figure that out. So those are just some great ways and I'll, I'll, I'll put some links in the show notes for you, but those are just some great ways to break away from that fast food. That is if you want to. One other thing, one other thing that I, that I think I learned from the 2B mindset, I don't think I learned, I did learn, is to swap out the word cheat for the word treat. Meaning, you're not going out and having a cheat day and, and you know feeling guilty and feeling bad. No, you're empowering yourself to make a decision to say, you know what, today I'm, I'm going to go a little bit off the grid of my normal healthy eating plan. I'm going to treat myself to something. And you consciously make that choice. You feel good about it. You don't go in with a big guilt factor. And so there's just some little mindset shifts. I, I'll put a link in for 2B Mindset. I think that has worked wonders for people as far as just their way to think about food, how they how they portion their plates, uh, what what amounts of uh, foods they do, how much water you drink. That has been the biggest difference. I give a shout out to my friend Barb, who like less than two months and she's down 20 pounds. She's like, I can't believe this. It's so awesome. So anyway, that's all I have for this week. I, I hope these tips have helped you. I hope you share them. If you know of somebody that could benefit, please pass this on. And I've got a lot of other things within the Power Blast podcast that, you know, I'd so appreciate it if you got over into your uh, podcast app or even into iTunes, gave an honest rating and review. There are two different versions that I post. One is a video version, and I also have an audio version for those of you that just want to take it and just listen on the road, but get the ideas and, and be able to pay those uh, nuggets forward for other people. Ah, nuggets. See, that would be another one to, to figure out how to make a healthy version. Well, that's all I have for this week. Can't wait to see you next week. And as, as always, remember, it's never too late. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.